Hello and welcome to Bit Parade, the podcast where we play hits and flops from video game history and transform them into song. I'm Mike Petrie, and with me as always is my friend and collaborator, the monster shrimp tempura haunting your dreams and mine, Eli Bolin. I always considered myself more of an onion ring in way in a way, but I'll be any kind of battered food that you want me to be. <laughs> yeah, man. We had this thing. Uh, there was a corn dog place in the mall near where I grew up that had this thing called cheese on a stick. Oh man! And it was basically just a stick of mozzarella cheese deep fried like a corn dog. Oh man! Yeah. Welcome to West is Virginia, that, baby. Is it what? Wait. So what makes it? Oh, it's because it's it's the corn batter. Right, exactly. Is what makes it different. Yeah. I could I could get behind that. Yeah, it's it's exactly what you would want it to be mm-hmm. and also fear that it would be. <laughs> I would I would eat corn battered mozzarella. That sounds great. Yeah. I mean the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking it's a great idea. Yeah. I wasn't into corn dogs as a kid though. I, I used to like bagel dogs. Did you ever have bagel dogs? Oh what, is it just like kind of more like a bread? Yeah, it's like Around it was it? like yeah. a like a hot dog that was wrapped in like a like a like in sort of like an everything bagel casing. Oh, that sounds amazing. Good stuff. Well, how was your week, Eli? Uh, it's good. You know, it's uh, it's all right. I did did some some gardening. Yeah. Um, spent a lot of time with the kids. Um, my uh, my wife went out of town for a couple of days, and mm-hmm. so I uh. Was just like you know drowning in in children and uh, <laughs> it kept kept him real busy. I just ran yeah. ran him ragged. Took him took him to cool. the zoo. You know, yeah. rode the carousel. We got a, it has a nice little train ride. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it really fun. Um, saw the penguins. All that good nice. shit, man. You know, um, yeah, I haven't been to a zoo in a long time. I love a zoo. Yeah, we have a really nice little zoo out here, the Turtleback Zoo. Uh, okay. West Orange, New Jersey represent, and uh, yeah. and then we also went to, of course, um, the kids' favorite store in the world, Digital Press Video Games of yes. Springfield, New Jersey. Maybe we can cool. figure out how to get them to sponsor the podcast because yeah, give them enough shout outs. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're just there again today. We we're there like two days ago, and then we were there <laughs> again today because um, Allison's parents are in town. And mm-hmm. uh, we haven't seen them, you know, they're, we're vaccinated, they're fully vaccinated, and we sure. haven't seen them in, you know, like a year. And um, so, and, and Walter's as obsessed with Allison's mom. And so he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's just like constantly on top of her, just like hu- hugging her, like, like dragging yeah. her down onto the ground. And so he's like, I want you to see my favorite place in the entire world. <laughs> and so, and you know, every time we go in there, I, th- I think I said before, they're just like, oh, hey, Walter, what's up? Like yeah. and they just talked to him like he's like another guy in the store, right? And uh, he was very excited. Today's haul was uh, a bunch of uh, Japanese Pokemon cards that oh, someone because cool. they have like a big box of Pokemon cards on the on the desk when you go in that are like twenty five yeah. cents each, and he like always goes through all of them every time we go in there. So he found those, mm-hmm. and then Allison's mom bought him like a, a stuffed animal of an Alolan Raichu. Which oh, is, what is that? It's just like a, it's an evolved version of of Pikachu. Oh, okay. So, so she got him that as like an early birthday present because his birthday is in is in less than a month now. Oh, cool. And uh, so, yeah, we're there like like once or twice a week, and we just got uh, Pokemon Snap. Oh, um, very cool. Very yeah. Cool. They should should probably save that for for you know who much you're playing. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, that's because that just came out. Um, 
and we got that the other day. Very cool. What about you? How was uh, your week? Uh, good, man. I got my second shot last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it put me out again. So that's I'm glad it's, that there's only two, at least for now. Yeah. Um, there will be more, no doubt. There will be more. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, I'll just kind of always prepare to take the, the following day off. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else have I been doing? Uh, I actually did a... It might have actually been before our last show, but... I actually did a performance. Um, it was over Zoom. It was like a remote performance, but it was like the first like show I've done. Like I played cabaret, like a cabaret show with uh, our colleague, uh, Eric Michael Gillette. Oh, love, love that a, man. Yeah, yeah. He's very uh, incredibly talented performer. But uh, yeah, I play piano for him and for an audience of, I don't know, like 100 plus people. You know, we went to like a, this facility in uh, Long Island City that I guess has been specializing in doing these live performances so it like you know there has multiple camera angles and stuff like that and professional lighting even though it's was kind of a very small room but yeah it was it was cool to feel like I was doing like a a gig (laughs) for once yeah yeah what else um I thought I should mention this a show that I just discovered uh it's on you know, we, we started getting Apple Plus just because we just kept hearing so much about Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, incredible. But another show on Apple Plus is it's called uh, Mythic Quest. Oh, yeah. It's like a comedy that's in a, like a game development studio uh, where they're running this game called Mythic Quest, which is like a like a World of Warcraft type game. Uh, and it's just it's kind of a very screwy comedy. But I'm just thinking about it a lot because last night I watched this episode that was like a very like standalone episode with like a different cast because it took place in the past. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a big departure because it was like less of a comedy episode. It just felt like a sort of a sad like 2000s indie movie. And it just kind of knocked me over. And so I'm just still thinking about how good it was. Oh, wow that this comedy show just took a diversion for a whole episode to make me cry. So whatever, just watch mystic quest or mythic quest. Uh, it's a very good show. I've, I've heard, I've heard good things about it. It's on my list and we do have, um, Apple TV plus and it's got great. It's got Rob McElhaney in it. Who's great. It's got yeah. your friend and mine, Danny Pudi. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. He's great in it. He plays a real jerk. Love. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's incredibly funny. Um, but uh, that's my week. Should we move on to Um What You Playing? Yeah, man. Hey, Eli, what you been playing? Well, um, not a, not a ton because I'm still I'm still in deep longing for my my DS. Uh, yeah, I've I've actually been dying to know <laughs> if there are any updates on that. No, uh, Walter's friend still has the DS. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I know that I will get it back eventually. I actually the. <laughs> The thing, the problem is also, is that right now because they're discontinued, yeah, they're actually more expensive to buy used now than they were to buy them new a year ago. Oh man! So for example, like, um, like that story, like Digital Press, they they actually mm-hmm. got the identical one that we have. Yeah, they got one in last week, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'll I'll let. 
the but I let them uh you know like Walter's friend's mom know in case yeah. they want to buy one but a used one of the identical like we bought it new for like I don't know like $150 whatever it was yeah at the time so used it's 200 it was $220 wow and on on an eBay it's more than a switch light <laughs> I know they sell their switch lights used for like 100 like <laughs> like for for like an appropriate amount yeah, um, yeah. And I'm not saying it's not an appropriate, like it's whatever the market will bear. Like if you go on sure, eBay sure. and look for the same thing, it's yeah. not 220 It's like almost $300. Right. Because now there's like a demand for it and and they're, it's discontinued. They're, they're not manufacturing them. They're not selling them. So <laughs> I told her and she's like, no, she's like, no, we're not, we're not going to buy one. We're just going to stick with the Switch. And I was like, okay, you're going to stick with the Switch, but... Can I have my DS back? Because <laughs> I'm just like I'm like I really miss my friends, yeah, in uh, my village. It's like I haven't seen a KK Slider concert in like six weeks or whatever. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm ridiculous. I'm like a 42 year old man who just like wants to ca- catch his bugs and dig for fossils and like yeah, buy coffee in in Cafe Roost or whatever. <laughs> but like I enjoy, I enjoyed it very much. It was like you know my, as I've said, it my, became my pandemic self care. And I have other self care. I can like you know read books and, and do other <laughs> things, um, and sleep. But I can <laughs> overrated, overrated. But I I really enjoyed playing that game and other games. I, it's it's a yeah. it's a great system, great little system. Um. So I, I really would like to have that back. <laughs> yeah, at some point. So soon. If you're listening and you have Eli's uh, <laughs> system, please return it. But you know, if the, if um, Walter's friend is having a good time with the game, like they they can, uh, you know, please please mm-hmm. en- enjoy it for a little while longer. But uh, if you love that game, it's a lot of great sy- games for that system. So con- consider buying one. Consider uh, buying one. Consider buying one. And, and then, it's worth the investment. <laughs> it's totally it's cheaper. Worth the it's cheaper than a full price switch. Think about that. That is, that is true. Yeah. Um. And then and then Walter just got uh Pokemon Snap the other day the the new yeah. Switch version, and he's really enjoying that. And I'm like just like watching him. He's like so excited till he's like, mm-hmm. I you know like I got a picture of a Pichu. I'm getting great <laughs> pictures of this Pichu, and like I still don't totally understand. The mm-hmm. guy. I know that like it eventually leads to something more, and I know that like um. Our friend, our mutual friend, PJ Adzema, if you're listening to this, PJ, how you doing? Oh, yeah. How you guys doing? Hi, PJ. That, um, I think he said that it was like his favorite game when he was a kid. Oh, cool, cool. So I know I know for it to be someone's favorite game, it has to be more than like just taking pictures. There has to be like <laughs> some kind of goal or end game to it. But, um, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's beautiful because I've seen the Nintendo 64 version and like the Switch version mm. is like, is gorgeous. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, um, that's in- interesting to me so far. But that's, I'm not even really playing. I'm just watching it. But in terms of what, what am I playing? Oh, I'll tell you what mm-hmm. I'm playing. Uh, because we actually, they, you know, they have a, a handful of arcade games at Digital Press. Yeah. And, um, Harry is like, every time we go, like, Harry is generally like gravitated toward a pinball game. Oh, cool. and then recently he gravitated toward. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the, with the old uh, coin op game, uh, Baby Pac Man. Oh no, which is really bizarre. So it's like a Pac Man yeah. game on the screen, and then if Pac Man goes through um, an exit at the bottom, there's a, pi- the, a small pinball game, 
and then oh, and then okay. so you then you play the pinball, and then if you lose your ball, you go back onto the screen. And it's it's like one of the hardest games I've ever played <laughs> because the ghosts are super smart and they're super fast, so they're always going to get you. Yeah. And then the pinball game, it's it's a really small area. Um, yeah. And so you're almost and then and then the at the bottom where the flippers are, the gap between the flippers is so big. It's like twice the size of the gap on like a normal pinball game. So you, uh-huh. the ball goes through it almost immediately. <laughs> So you're just like <laughs> constantly dying. It's it's Jeez. it's like really a, a terribly designed game. So uh, the the last couple of visits before recently, um, he's been really into that game. And then the today and and then a couple of days ago, he's he got this game that he's gotten so into that I, I downloaded the ROM for it and we started playing mm-hmm. it on my computer. Is Popeye? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Do you like the arcade version? The arcade version. And I I had it on That's the cool. on the twenty six hundred growing up. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> but I yeah I downloaded the arcade ROM because they they have the arcade version of it there, and uh, he is obsessed with it. He's he's obsessed with with Pluto. Uh, <laughs> he's like, why is Pluto doing that to Popeye? And he's, he's like, get the spinach. And he's obsessed with the fact that on each level, Pluto is a different color because he's purple yeah. on the first level, he's orange on the second level, and then he's like pink on the third level. He's like, we have to get to level two, and so Pluto is orange. <laughs> It's <laughs> like he like loves it, and he like holds onto the joystick at the same time as me, and we kind of like n- navigate it together. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, and it's like I re- I remember that game. Like I played it a lot when I was little, so yeah. like I remember it. I don't. Did you ever play that game? Do, like, do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm trying to remember where I played. I think it must have been on our our uh, At- yeah the Atari because there might have been an NES version, but I don't think we owned that. I mean, it was on like they ported it to like every system. Yeah. What's interesting, what I learned about it, um, I think one of the guys working there told me this, and then I read read up on it a little bit, is that mm. Donkey, the original Donkey Kong was supposed to mm. be the characters from Popeye. And then, oh. and then the Popeye, whoever owns those characters, wouldn't license them. Oh, interesting. So Nintendo replaced the characters with... Jumpman or who became Mario with yeah. the Donkey Kong and with um whoever the the girl is in that. Like it was supposed oh, to be Olive, Olive Oil. Oil. Yeah. It was supposed to be like Bluto throwing barrels down or whatever. And it was supposed yeah. to be Popeye trying to get up to the top to rescue her. Oh wow. And then so they 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 re reconfigured the game. And then like eventually like then after like donkey kong became like the most successful arcade game of like mm-hmm. all time they're like oh we really screwed that up they're like okay so you can make a game with our characters now i see so then because so, it's a <laughs> nintendo game and they so yeah. they were like okay well we made donkey kong we we can't put them into that game now so like here's a right. new game which is it's not it's not as good but it's it's yeah. still a, it's a pretty fun game it's yeah. very similar to Donkey Kong in a lot of ways. Sure, sure. But Harry is obsessed with it. Like I, yeah. I, I like sank like eight quarters into it today. Yeah, he just wants to play Popeye nonstop. Does he like the cartoon? He, his, he has no idea about Popeye. His first exposure to these characters was when we played that game for the first time two days ago. That's incredible. Oh, and then and then when we played it at the house, um, I, every time I, I got the spinach. He yeah. got he got up and started like running. He's like, I've got the spinach and started running around the room. <laughs> like like when the music was playing, like the spinach That's music. Cool. <laughs> which is like I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. 
the whole thing is nuts. We've been talking for like ten full minutes now about Popeye. <laughs> about Popeye. Um, what are you playing, dude? What am I playing? I actually haven't played a ton this week just because I've been super busy. Uh, I know I say that every week, but hoping to get back there in that gamer life soon. Um, so I play a little bit more of that game, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much longer I'm going to stay in there uh, just because it's I, I play like three more hours of it and kind of it, it still just feels like a tutorial. Yeah. Um, I mean, what did I do? I met, you know, I confronted my old, uh, patriarch and then a spoiler alert, he then shoots me and then I wake up like in a pile of trash next to like a homeless encampment and I make friends with this homeless man and then he's like in my party and then we like get some work sort of like defending a brothel, but like, Hmm. It's just weird because it still like feels like it's kind of like, okay, go here and do this. Now go here and do that. And it's very, very, it feels like it's on rails mm-hmm. and it's, I don't know, a little frustrating, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I might come back to it at some point. Uh, I also started replaying a game called God of War that came out like two or three years ago. It was like a PlayStation 2 franchise that was just like, you're this uh, God of War who goes and like defeats other Greek gods and it's just like there's a lot of like punching and slashing and it's just kind of like you're a tough dude that kills stuff mm-hmm. but this the newer version that came out is like a sort of like more mature reflective version where like the character is like older and the game starts with him like basically like finding wood to like build this funeral pyre for his deceased wife. Mm-hmm. And like, he's now like who I think he just returned to. And so now he like has this like nine year old son that he does. He hardly knows, but is like, okay, I have to take care of this, this child now. And, uh, it's just the, the whole game is really just sort of about the two of them. Cause he's with you all the time. And about this, this guy, Kratos, like, learning to like confront his violent past and like how to be a father. It's incredibly mature, especially compared to like what the original games were, uh, which those games, like I played like a little bit of one, I don't know, eight years ago. And I was like, this is not for me. I don't care about <laughs> this dude that just beats up other dudes. Mm-hmm. I played it a couple years ago, but uh, I just kind of wanted to give it a shot now that I have like a PS five and it just looks better. So that's uh, that's really good. I've just kind of played the first section of that game, but I'll probably stick with that one. And you're continuing to play Final Fantasy on on your Twitch. Got oh, that's gotta true. Got to promote that, man. Promote that's it. true. Yeah, I have been playing Final Fantasy four uh, once a week, and that's that's going really well. I'm I was kind of nervous to dip back into that because for a while I was uh, I took a, a break for a week, right at a point where I was like. I think I'm like under leveled and I don't have any like healing materials on me and I'm stuck in a, in a palace, but then I like got over the hump. So I'm just able to have a good time. But yeah, uh, I encourage listeners to check out my Twitch streams on, on uh, Wednesday nights where I play that game. And I, uh, try to do voices for the characters, uh, for whatever reason, I have no goal in doing that, but, um, it just, uh, entertains me. So, uh, but that's that's really all I've been playing. Um, so, uh, should we should we get into this week's game? 
Eli? Yeah, man. I see I see no reason to uh to not just dive right in. <laughs> yeah, let us not delay the inevitable. Uh so this week we were talking about Monster Party for the NES. Um this game came out in 1989. Other games in that year are uh River City Ransom, A Boy and His Blob, DuckTales, Super Mario Land for Game Boy, and uh Mother, uh a game that Nintendo freaks uh, talk about it all the time, but I've never played. I've never even heard of that. What is that? Yeah. Well, have you ever heard of Earthbound? I've heard of it. Yeah, I think it was the sequel that came out on Super Nintendo. Mother is like the first one, and it came out on NES, mm-hmm. but not in the US. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then there's all, there's like a Mother 3 that like people are always tweeting at Nintendo to release because it never got released in the U.S. Oh, man. Should we add it to the list? Uh, it's already on there. Oh, all right. <laughs> there we go. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's in consideration as far as I'm <clears throat> concerned. DuckTales and Super Mario Land I, I know pretty well. Did you ever play Boyd and His Blob? I've heard of it, but I never played it. Yeah, that's a wild game. It's uh, You are this boy, and you, and you have a blob, and you feed him jelly beans, and depending on what you feed him, the flavor of the jelly beans, he'll like turn into a ladder or he'll turn into a hole in the ground that you can jump through or he'll like turn into a bubble that you can breathe underwater. So it's oh, kind of like wow. puzzles. That sounds like a fun uh, one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. It's really just kind of goofy and odd. Um, then you have to go to space at some point. Put it on the list. Is it on the list? It's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the list. Put it on the list, put it on the list, baby. <laughs> but uh, this is a platformer game. I guess I'll start with the premise. Um, you play this kid named Mark, who's a young baseball player, and he's approached by a like a griffin monster thing named Bert, who tells him he needs help ridding monsters from his, what, the dark world. And uh, so he, basically then Bert fuses with Mark so that... When Mark isn't running around using his baseball bat as a weapon, he'll find these pills that'll turn him into Bert, who shoots like lasers and can fly. It's just kind of like very spooky, and there are classic monsters like from like movies, but also like Japanese folklore, and then just like a bunch of weird shit, like a talking caterpillar. Like the first thing you run into is like a talking plant that's kind of based on Audrey Two from Little Shop of Horrors. And famously, a uh, bouncing piece of fried shrimp is, I think, in maybe the first or the second level. Yeah, level two. And that's what I remember most about this game, uh, is that I was like, okay, there are monsters, and it's it's just silly. It's goofy. You can scoot, which is awesome. Like, you press down, yeah, and then like left and right, he scoots like a little caterpillar, and it's really fun to watch. There are monsters like Mummies, Medusa, Grim Reaper. There's a punk rocker at some point for no reason. The game kind of goes out of its way to be like, we're kind of wacky. This is a monster party. Buckle in. Well, I mean, so one of the things, I mean, at least in terms of the history, and I mean, the thing is that there was a bunch of content that was deleted or altered that was, I guess, based on like copyrighted characters. Yeah, yeah. There was the 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 character that was based on, on Audrey 2. There was like... Mm-hmm a boss, the pumpkin, there's like a pumpkin ghost with a spinning head that was originally supposed to be like an ape from Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah, because there was like the, the Statue of Liberty was like in the background of that that boss. There was a giant, like, under a, sand. Yeah, there's a giant cat inside of a box that's a boss and it was supposed to be like a gremlin from Gremlins. 
Oh, I didn't and know. And there's a Grim Reaper that was supposed to be an alien from the alien movies. Oh, yeah, I see that now. I'm I'm looking at the the pictures of that. And there's um I guess there's like a fan restored version. Oh, um, cool. That restored a lot of those bosses that like people found like stuff hidden in the game source code. That's cool. Yeah, I I knew people had found the source code. I I don't think I realized that there was like a like a like a hacked ROM that that sort of had that original version. That's really cool. I think it says yeah, it says the project was completed in 2013. Oh, it's cool. a fan fan restored version of the game. Um which is crazy that yeah. they anyone did that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's weird because like this game isn't I wouldn't call this like a Nintendo classic, but no. it, every now and then like I it, it's still a game that I just remember just because it's so because it was so weird and just like I just remember the singing plant. I remember the shrimp and just kind of the the weird kind of scary but also silly nature of it. Yeah, like and like that's another thing. Like so like the singing plant, like the original version of it, like is, is has like a microphone in front of it. Right. And there's like a like a boom box or something speakers behind it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they like erased it. And so it's just yeah. the plant. Well, what's wild is they, and I ran into this, like when I played the game was that, uh, instead of like completely erasing the sprite, they just like painted black over it. So it just blended in with a background. Mm-hmm. So if you jump behind the plant, like you'll just be standing on nothing. Right. Like where the amp used to be. Uh, and it kind of threw me off as I was trying to jump around. I was like, Oh, now I'm face to face with the plant. And I didn't want to be. Uh, and it's weird. So the and the structure of the levels is so, is so interesting because each level has like multiple bosses. Like you'll encounter the first boss like almost immediately. Yeah. Because each boss has like a key, and you have mm-hmm. to get a key from each boss from all these bosses to to get to the end of the level. But a lot of these boss rooms are just they're just empty. Yeah, yeah. So there'll be doors and you're like, so you have to work to get some of these doors sometimes, but then you just go and there's nothing in there. It just says, this room, it just says empty, or this room is empty. Yeah. And then like, there's like one boss early on, and he just says, sorry, I'm dead. Yeah. It's like a dead spider or a dead crab or something. Yeah. And then, and then so when each, you defeat each boss, it, it turns, it like leaves a question mark behind, but that question mark like is a key or it's a piece of a key. I'm not totally clear. Yeah, I think it can be either, sometimes it's just points, uh, or it'll be the pill that'll turn you into to Bert for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of it about the game. Like, I think we can go right into our impressions playing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it was just so, um, it was just weird. It was just like a, like a, like a regular, like the gameplay itself was very basic. Like the, the Yeah, it's it's a Nintendo ass Nintendo game. Yeah, it's just you you either you're either Mark and you have mm-hmm. a bat and you just hit things and you have to right. like hit things like X number of times and then the enemies walk back and forth along like a prescribed path. Yeah. And so you can like edge right up to the edge of their path to like hit them. Yeah. Or there's like these like enemies that kept like these dudes that like was it like the dudes had like sunglasses on or whatever? They said like jumping around and like firing stuff yeah. at you. 
and and it's like you just like can't it's the kind of Nintendo games where like like the the enemies like you just really can't avoid getting injured by them no matter what you do. So it's not like strategies that you can you're just you're gonna take damage and you're gonna you're gonna die and you're gonna and when you die you just you start over. Right. Um right. so either you do what I what I did a lot of the time, which was just like <laughs> playing a ROM, I just like rewound a lot. Yeah, um, me too. And, or you, you know, or you you have to start the level over. So because there, there's no like like multiple lives and there's no checkpoints, um, and there's also like a really huge um, like ener- life meter, but it starts you with almost no uh, energy in that life meter. Yeah, it goes up to forty, but I think it starts you at like you know eight or ten or something like that. And it's really and hard. I, I do not see any possible way yeah. to get. And you. <laughs> And you start taking damage almost immediately, and it's really hard to protect yourself. Um, and then yeah. when you transform into Bert, it gets easier because you can shoot like you know, like you know your lasers or whatever your fire. Yeah, the bat has like a very short range, but uh, yeah, Bert's lasers like shoot across like half the screen, and it's way easier to play as him. Yeah, but then it wears off pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and then if you go into a boss room and then you come back out, then all the enemies have respawned. Yeah. Um, but then the only way to to get more more life, uh, more energy is is you know some of the some of the enemies will leave a heart behind and then you can right. get more energy that way. Um, so w- what makes the game more f- like the fun elements of the game are the things that are are weird. The enemies right. that are like unusual looking, or the the bosses that like say weird things or look weird, or going into like an empty boss room or a boss that like is bizarre. Um, yeah. But like even the the boss fights, I wouldn't say themselves are particularly fun because the bosses all do like one thing and they do it over and over again until you defeat them. Yeah, and I found like especially like the pumpkin head guy. That's was like the most frustrating thing for me because it's like. There's a narrow way to like jump over him while he, you know, is just kind of crossing like the same path back and forth. Mm-hmm. But he's also shooting projectiles and they are basically random. Like, so you, you have a little control. It was like, okay, I have to jump over him, but there's no way I can do that and also avoid the projectiles. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, I, I always feel like it's unfair if the, there's not a way to play it perfectly, you know? Yeah. That's not like just a wild, insane memorization of the code. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, that is pretty frustrating. And I also found that like the first level was way harder than the following levels for me. Like I, I ended up replaying the first part of the game like, I don't know, like four or five times uh, before I started, you know, uh, save scumming mm-hmm. and just restarting like the bosses. But yeah, it's it was wildly hard. But I mean, even if I wasn't doing that, like, like you were mentioning those dudes with the sunglasses, I feel like those were by far the hardest, like, normal enemies in the game, and they're the first thing you see. Yeah, they're so and hard. much harder than anything I saw in like level like <clears throat> two or three or four. But it's interesting. Like I, like I said to you when I was I hopped onto your your live stream, mm-hmm. like I I actually. When I played, I couldn't get past the shrimp because it it has like three different oh, yeah. phases. It has like the shrimp, and then I think it's like an onion ring or a piece of calamari, and then it has yeah. like a I don't know what the third thing is on the stick. Yeah, like three three onion rings or something. 
Uh, and and then when I saw you do it, I saw that when you ducked down, even if it landed on you, you didn't take damage. I was like, well, oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, it didn't even occur to me to try that because I think I would have been able to defeat it if I if I had done that. Um, yeah. Because so many of these bosses, it's like it's it's so hard to avoid what they're doing. And it's just a question yeah. of like, can you defeat them before they take all of your energy away? Right. Um, and when I saw you do that, and I was, I was like, oh, but, but then, like, I, I could, I could have done that, but that, but then, <laughs> that's also not consistent at all. Like, that's yeah, something that works. That, for that doesn't boss, work for the, the jack lantern, yeah. Because you think, oh, maybe I can duck for him, because maybe the his sheet won't damage me, but just the pumpkin head will. But that's not the case. Yeah, the the rules are kind of inconsistent, and that's that's pretty frustrating. Um. So I, I, I got that far and then I like watched some of other levels and then I and then I used like I found like cheat codes to like you could start at different worlds with like full energy um and so I did that with like the final world but I still yeah. I still wasn't able I I wasn't <laughs> able to finish it I was like oh I'm not taking any damage and then I realized like oh no I am taking damage and I still <laughs> even even with like a meter of 40 I still wasn't able to beat world 8 Oof. yeah that's um, rough man um but yeah, how how far did you end up getting? Uh, I think I got to like the end of the fourth world, maybe. But uh, I mean, again, that's with like I did have to the cheat to beat some of those bosses. Yeah, it's weird. Like some of them, the difficulties of the bosses were just wildly inconsistent. Like it does not get gradually harder. It seemed like some of these bosses, I could just go in and just kind of jump around it and keep my bat out and just be done with it. Or if I had like you know, a Burt pill when I, before I went into it, I mean, the boss battles are much easier if you're Burt because you can yeah. fly around, you can shoot from a distance and you can just really go in there and just hammer them. Yeah. There was the one bot that's like the spider I was watching you do mm-hmm. like again and again and again. It was like mm-hmm. really hard. Um, I, what, <laughs> one thing that stuck out to me is, uh, is just like sometimes like the, the graphics, were very like, I don't know, horror, horror-y and, and scary and gross. Because uh, like at first, like the first level seems kind of like nice and easy going. I'm like, okay, it's kind of spooky, whatever. Then you walk by this tree and all of a sudden it's like the whole, all the palettes change. And so it's just like, they're like bloody skulls. And like, it just seems way more threatening all of a sudden. It's like, oh, well, like it seems fine. It's like kind of cute, but now you're in monster world. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to hell, little boy. It doesn't really provide any context for that at all. Yeah. Like why you like pass this one tree and like all of a sudden everything transforms. Yeah, and it also like doesn't happen again, or at least not in the first three or four levels. No, I think it, I think it's just like that. After that, from then on, for the rest of the game, you're in Monster World. That was yeah, my impression. I see. That makes sense. It's just like the the first part of that first level is like. It's like you're it's almost like you're entering like it would be like if like you're entering the cave into the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Except it's and like this big big scary tree is what triggers that. The trigger it's like you're passing the threshold. Like did you see WandaVision? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you're walking through the wall like into the town or like the like the energy wall. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Maybe this game inspired WandaVision. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, first, I, guess. So I played Monster Party. And I was like, what if what if it's like crossing the tree, except there's like a 1950s town on the other side? 
yeah, I mean, to me, it's like what made the game special at all was whatever creativity went into like the bosses and like the weird text. Yeah. If it wasn't for like that little story up front, yeah, you know, it like it like adds something that the game itself doesn't really seem to hold. <laughs> yeah, and it's totally. like some, there's something definitely a little creepy also about that. It's like it's like a little kid walking home from a baseball game. And basically this like yeah. monster kidnaps him and takes him into outer space. <laughs> it's like, you're going to fight for me. And as like a parent, I kept thinking like, oh my God, like if my kid didn't come home from baseball practice, I'd be, I was like, what happened to this kid's parents? He'd, I'd be like freaking yeah, the yeah. And the kid is just like, yeah, I'll go with you to another planet, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> what did your parents teach you? Like, God, I would hope, I would hope like my kid would like not go away with an alien beast to another planet to like fight monsters. <laughs> yeah, this is a PSA uh, to parents out there. Tell your kids not to, you know, not to go with monsters and aliens to fight, you know, against their home worlds. And the way he's like cupping the child as they fly away and he's like, we're going to fuse our bodies together. It's like, so, it's so unsettling. Yikes. Um, did you happen to watch like the ending of the game? I did. I've kind of forgotten it already, but isn't it like the kid goes home, but then like, doesn't like the doorbell ring and then like he shows up again? Yeah. Well, before that, he <laughs> basically Bert's like, here, uh, thanks for helping me out. Here's like a box and you open the box and there's like a beautiful princess inside. And at first I was like, oh, this is kind of gross. I don't like this. But then like she turns into a zombie and other monsters show up. And then, then there's this kind of graphic, a uh, picture of like Mark then sort of like melting or turning into a zombie or something. But then Mark wakes up in bed to be like, oh, it was all just a dream. But then, yeah, doorbell rings and it's Bert and he's like, want to go again? <laughs> and then the credits roll. Right. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's that's a lot right. of layers. It's I kinda, remember all that now. Trying to have the his cake and eat it too. Be like, mm. oh, it's a happy ending. No, it's not. Oh, it was just a dream. But maybe it wasn't. Yeah, it's, it's funny. There's, there's like a lot of a lot of it seems like there was like a lot of creativity of one sort or another in those bookends and then yeah. like thinking about like the bosses like there's a lot of weirdness with the bosses and and all that stuff like the empty rooms and like the one boss is already dead and like all that kind yeah. of stuff but then just like the gameplay itself is like very it's like boring in a lot of ways yeah totally it's 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 very repetitive very very repetitive it's just hack and slash Oh yeah, definitely. Bat and slash. <laughs> Bat and slash. I I remember playing this game with my friend uh, Jeremy uh, when I was like I don't know eleven or twelve. His, he had it or we rented it, and we were determined to like get through the game. But I just remember we spent all day on. I, I think like we got to level seven, and there's a lot of like it's more of a puzzle. Like in terms of like you have to go to one door, but then you come out another door, and when and so there's a lot of like figuring out how to progress by like going in the the doors in the right order and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember it took forever and we just finally gave up. We were like, this, this sucks. <laughs> so yeah, this is looking up the YouTube video. It was the first time I've ever seen the ending of the game. And is this, we, do we find this game be- because you remembered playing it? Because it's a pretty obscure game. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. We'll, let's we'll pick a good one next week. I think. Yeah. Then we'll just pick up like an un, unadulterated hit <laughs> for yeah. next week. Um, I like the name Monster Party. Actually, that's kind of a cool title. It's a great title. Yeah, it evokes the Monster Mash, which 
is always uh, just just fun for the whole family. It is fun for the whole family. It's, you know, um, yeah, it's uh, you gotta love monsters. You know, it's it's uh, reminds me a little bit of. Uh, you know, we had Maniac Mansion last week, which was, yeah, had yeah. had a little bit of like a like a retro spooky feeling to it, and this yeah, like a B movie, B movie vibe, and this has kind of a, a a very different B movie horror vibe to it that had kind of like a mad scientist vibe to it, which this doesn't. This has more just like yeah. a creepy kind of like a more of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre or like a zombie sure. zombie flick kind of a feeling to it. But it's so weird because like you have some classic monsters, but then there's just, I mean, aside from like the shrimp, there's also like a sphinx. Yeah, there's you know? a sphinx. There's a samurai. The walking pants. The walking pants. There's There's a Medusa lizard thing. Yeah, the Medusa lizard thing is weird because it's like, it's like not animated in any kind of way. It just like sits there and like spits snakes at you. Yeah. But it's just like a totally stationary boss. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's so weird. I really disliked this is not a boss, but just a regular enemy. But there's like a man dog. There's like a dog in the first world after you cross the horror threshold where there are these dogs go by, but they have oh, yeah. like human faces. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I remember. Really those. unsettling. Very unsettling. Really yeah. didn't like this. Yeah. What would you, uh, what would you rate this game, Eli? Um, well, you know, I'd, I'd give it probably to to balance it out because I think I'd give it like a a three out of ten for for the gameplay, and I'd give it like a a seven out of ten for creativity. So it balances out to I'd give it like a five a five out of ten fusings of boy and beast. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. I think. Uh, my scale, I'm going to go with uh, Royce's because one of the bosses is a caterpillar that just says, I'm Royce. So I'm going <laughs> to, but I, I think, yeah, it's kind of really middle middle of the road for me in terms of NES games. Not terrible, but pretty uh, unbalanced and meh. So yeah, I'm going to go with a five as well. So five out of 10 Royce's. Monster Party. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of that, so what do you, Mike? What mm. makes it sing? That's a good question. What, man, what does make this game sing? I mean, the, like the, to me, like the obvious, I don't know what makes it sing necessarily, but in terms yeah. of like, you know, the first thought that I had was, was like Oingo Boingo. Okay, sure. You know, like, well, you know the song Dead Man's Party? Oh, yeah. It's kind of upbeat. Yeah, it's like I think it's the one over. It's like a little Scottish. Oh, okay, yeah. It the the dead man's party. Like at the monster party. All of the monsters dancing. So I don't know. I mean, just I think just because it's like. Dead Man's Party, Monster Party, like, my brain went there immediately. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. We haven't done any sort of, like, new wavy 80s yeah. thing like that, so it'd be fun. Are, are there monsters that are jealous that it didn't get invited to this party? Like, oh, yeah. because like, <laughs> we don't see Dracula, we don't see Frankenstein, any of the classics like that. Oh, yeah. Or is it, like, like, like a monster mash, but describing non-scary things? Like, <laughs> look at this piece of shrimp. It's very scary. 
Aren't you scared at the monster party? What <laughs> the monster party? Things can get real weird. Look at the scary piece of shrimp. Aren't you scared of the piece of shrimp? Uh, no, I'm I'm not scared of the piece of shrimp. I'm I don't think that's scary at all. Yes, it's very very scary shrimp. Like it could be like there's a guy really trying to convince you that things are scary and then there's like a person who's like just not scared <laughs> i'm kind of into that i mean like maybe is it is it bert singing to to mark <laughs> trying to convince him how scary his world is yeah that's another funny thing is like now that i think about it, that it's called monster party is the name of the game yeah and there's no context in the game at all for it like it there's no reason party. for the game to be called monster party come to the monster party it's very very scary i swear it <clears throat> monster party and you'll have a very scary time <laughs> the cheese is the cheese is all expired and there's the hummus is very spicy there's other choke dip but it isn't very good oh no the cheese is all expired and the hummus is so spicy You'll need some milk. <laughs> You'll need some milk to cut the spice that is in the hummus. <laughs> There's crudite, and it's very, very risky to try. If you, it'll make you sick, but you probably won't die. No, at the monster party. Oh, oh, we're the monster party. Oh, oh. Almost like kind of a, a cure vibe to it, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come to a place where it's very, very scary. There's a moth the monster's about. Monster's about. Oh. Come see the monsters dancing. Come see the walking pantsing. Come see the fried and... Come see the shrimp tempura. No, it's not for eating. It's going to kill you tonight. <laughs> Is there any any uh, value in rhyming tempura with the horror? Come and taste the horror of the of the dancing shrimp tempura of the deadly shrimp tempura. <laughs> There's an onion ring that follows who do anything. An onion ring who follows you around. That's not very scary. Oh, I just want to go home and play baseball. Can you just take me home? I want to go home, sir. Home, sir. No. Maybe maybe the song will just be better if we move away. I think where we've been successful is like we've like move away from like literalizing stuff from the game and just like <laughs> think of what's funny about a monster party <laughs> like throwing what details just kind of neatly fit into our uh, preconceived notion of what the song should be <laughs> yeah <laughs> come to the monster party you'll have a spooky time I had this dude at a party I went to like maybe a year and a half ago like a Halloween party tell me like he spent like 20 minutes telling me about pickled eggs. About pickled eggs? Yeah, how he pickled eggs and how he eats six a day because he loves them so much. 
He couldn't he couldn't wait to tell me to tell anybody <laughs> about pickling eggs. Come to the monster party. There's lots of pickled eggs. The man who brought the pickled eggs eats six pickled eggs a day and he'll tell you all about the pickled eggs and how he makes them. <laughs> He loves to talk about the pickled eggs he makes and how much he likes to eat the pickled eggs. What if what if it's all that stuff, but then it's it's actual like it's that mundane stuff, but then it's it's monsters that are doing it. It's like Dracula brought a guitar. <laughs> you know, oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's like Dracula. It's like it's like spooky monsters. It's like actual right. monsters, but they're doing like an annoying shit. Frankenstein's telling about the pickled, the pickled eggs. eggs. Yeah. yeah. It's like Dracula okay, brought good. a guitar. <laughs> Dracula brought a guitar. Boom at the monster party. Dracula brought his guitar. If you sit next to him on the couch, he'll want to play American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> He's also working on Satellite by Dave Matthews. I was about to say Dave Matthews. I was about to switch it to Dave Matthews. If you sit next to him on the couch, he'll want to show you how he's been working on Satellite by Dave Matthews all week. (laughs) His friend brought a fiddle and he likes to think he's Boyd Tinsley. (laughs) Don't talk to the wolf, man. What else? Uh, Someone's had a little too much to drink. Some a little... The uh, wolf man had too much to drink and he's hitting on Medusa. Hitting on Medusa. Now he don't care what you think. He's gonna have another drink. He's gonna have another drink. He's a really close talker. He's a Trump supporter and he's... (laughs) He wants you to be a guest on his podcast. He's queuing on and he won't get vaccinated. <laughs> what are other shitty things people do at parties? Um, <laughs> just someone like loudly talking on their cell phone. Medusa's on her cell phone. She's fighting with her mom. She thinks no one can hear her, but she's in the middle of the room and everyone is watching her. I'm trying to think of like party movies like that just are on. Like The Wall was a big one in college. Oh, yeah. Home to the monster party. The wall is on with no sound. It's a weird... M- that's a weird movie to put on in the background because it's got lots of music, but we have the sound turned off. But the Wolfman thinks it looks kind of cool and trippy. He keeps talking about the shitty ass that's dressed up like a judge. <laughs> Monster party. Did you get your invite? Oh, you lost your invitation. I'll send you another one. Oh, you're busy that night. Are you sure? Because I could move it to another night. Oh, (laughs) you're busy that night too. What? You're busy every night for the next two months. Oh, okay. I guess that's... I guess you're just just very busy then. (laughs) Let me know when you have a free night. Then come to the monster party then. Why don't you open up your Google Calendar 
I'll tell me what's a good night for you. I'll schedule the monster party around you. I'll schedule it for you. What's that? You're busy for the next six months. You're busy for the next six months. That's a shame. Because <laughs> I throw a really good monster party. I'm going to get dominoes. Because everybody likes dominoes. <laughs> It's the best pizza that I've ever eaten. Domino's, Domino's is really good pizza. <laughs> Papa John's, Papa John's, don't you like it? I really like the men's politics. <laughs> Did I mention I'm an anti-vaxxer? Won't you come to my monster party? We're gonna have a spooky time. We're gonna. We're not gonna wear masks. We're not gonna <laughs> wear masks at all. None of us are vaccinated. It's a really spooky monster party. We're gonna have dog fighting, gambling. <laughs> And the wall on with no sound. And the wall on with no sound. We're gonna send money to Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> we'll put on Judge Janine and hold each other and cry. I even invited my best friend Ted Cruz. All the all the monsters are just it just becomes about like they're all like heavily right wing and they're <laughs> they're really anti-vaxxers funny. and QAnon. And all around just not great at a party. <laughs> There's Madison Cawthorn and Pierce Hawthorn. He's that character from Community. <laughs> but we made him come to life. Because <laughs> the actor who plays him is not very nice. Mr. Chevy Chase. <laughs> Despised by the entire human race. <laughs> Monsters will make love to you tonight. <laughs> When the monster party is over, monsters will make love to you tonight. When the monster party is over, monsters will make love to you tonight. Tonight, when the monster party is over, they see you naked in the light and they love you. never over so they'll never make love to you <laughs> that was ridiculous do you think it has like it goes back to sinister just for that very last button but the party's never over <laughs> never is over it's never is over it's never is over it's never is over it's never
it's the party Things can get really weird Look at the scary piece of shrimp It hasn't been deveined Come to the monster party The cheese might be expired The hummus is kind of spicy You'll need some milk to cut the spice that's in the hummus It's crudity, but it's risky to try So you'll have to eat it dry At the monster party At the monster party Come to the monster party A ghoul brought pickled eggs He eats six pickled eggs a day And he'll tell you all about the pickled eggs And how he makes them Talk about the pickled eggs he makes And how much he likes to eat the pickled eggs pickled eggs before? Listen here Come to the monster party Dracula brought his guitar If you get too close to Dracula He'll play the Dave Matthews covers He's been working on all week Who wants to hear Hans marching? The Wolfman had too much to drink Now he's hitting on Medusa He's hitting on Medusa He doesn't care what you might think He's gonna have another drink He's a really close talker He's a drum supporter He's QAnon And he won't get vaccinated Oh, you lost your invitation I'll send you another one Oh, you're busy then Are you sure? Cause I could move it to another night Oh I see You're busy that night too Let me know When you have a free night I'll schedule the monster party then Why don't you open up your Google calendar And tell me what's a good night for you I'll plan the monster party around you I'll schedule it for you What's that? You're busy for the next six months You're busy for the next six months That's a shame Cause I throw a really good monster party I'm gonna get Papa John's Cause everyone likes Papa John's It's the best pizza that I've ever eaten I really like the man's politics Did I mention I'm an anti-vaxxer? Won't you come to my monster party? We're not gonna wear masks at all None of us are vaccinated It's a really spooky monster party We're gonna have dog fighting, gambling And put on the Matrix with no sound Monsters will make love to you tonight When the monster party's over Monsters will make love to you tonight When the monster party is over Monsters will make love to you tonight When the monster party is over But the party's never over So they'll never make love to you <laughs> Yes, the party's never over
got a mailbag, right? Oh, we do. Yeah, mailbag. So this is uh, from uh, Tony. Um, he says, hi, guys. My very good friend Dan Pardo clued me into your podcast. Thank you, Dan. Hope you all get to hook up with my other very good friend, Rob Kovacs. Uh, who I looked up, he's a uh, 88-bit on YouTube and Twitter. He does like um, piano covers of video game songs. Uh, really cool. Uh, Tony also says, as a 38-year-old kid, I definitely consumed all five of your episodes in a couple days. That's, That's nice. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. And he suggests the game Little Nemo. Oh um, yeah, yeah. He says solid art, love the music. Thanks for putting in the work, best Tony. Uh, yeah, that's a, so thank you, Tony. Yeah, thanks, Tony. That's awesome. Yeah, so we put I put Little Nemo on our list of possible games. Uh, it's a game I remember like seeing in Nintendo Power and always looked cool, but I never played yeah, it. Yeah, totally same. So um, yeah, that that could be cool. But I guess that is going to do it for this episode of Bit Parade. Eli, uh, where can our listeners find you? Oh, you can find me at Eli Bolin, Instagram, Twitter, um, and yeah, I'm gonna get on the TikTok one of these days, but. <laughs> Uh, it just gives me a headache, so I'm yeah. uh, I'm old and I'm just gonna <laughs> eat my spaghetti and uh, take a nap. Yeah, I reserved a username over there, but I don't really, I don't really uh, do anything with it. Yeah. I just wait till they get copied onto Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Just so I can see the best of. That's that's the way that's the way to do it. Yeah. Where can we find you, Mike? I'm at Mike Petri on Twitter. I'm also on Twitch. Uh, I'm playing Final Fantasy currently on on Wednesday nights at uh, 7.30, that's Eastern Standard Time. And on Friday afternoons at 3.30, I'm uh, either playing our upcoming game for Bit Parade or I'm doing live song arrangement of uh, of our songs. But um, you can also find me on MikePetri.com and Mike Petri on SoundCloud, the whole thing. Uh, so all music in this episode is by the two of us. Our cover art is by Nicole Wong, who you can follow on Instagram at underscore nerdfaithartish. Uh, be sure to subscribe to Bit Parade on your favorite podcatcher. Please rate and review us. It is so helpful for new podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BitParadePod. Email us your questions or game suggestions at BitParadePod at gmail.com. If you give us a positive rating on the Apple Store, we might read your review on the show, such as... What happens when you cross the broy vibe of some morning radio DJs with early retro gaming fandom and Emmy-nominated songwriting? Subscribe to find out. It's so much fun to be a fly on the wall as Eli and Mike exchange musical shorthand, creating ridiculous but endearing earworms that complement these revered and infamous titles from an array of classic consoles. I can't wait for the album to drop. Yeah, and that's from our friend Dan Pardo. Thanks, Dan. Really appreciate that. Also, great read, Eli. I can't wait till we get sponsors and you can read ad copy. I love to. Re- I would love to read some ad copies. If anyone, yeah, if man. you know anyone who wants to sponsor our podcast, yeah. anyone's got a an in a Blue Apron or Meandies, yeah, we're, we're ready. Bonobos, <laughs> Bonobos, <laughs> Bonobos. <laughs> um, thanks so much for tuning into Bit Parade with Mike Petrie and Eli Bolin. We'll see you in two weeks when we tackle Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap. Until then, keep, keep making, making monster, monster love, love till, till the, the party's, party's over. over. Aru.